Welcome back to Mishnah Buryomi. We are continuing in Simon, or beginning today, Simon's Ayin Bay, 72, page Kovav 106. And we're continuing in the laws of Krishman, who's exempt, dealing with the funeral. No se hamita. We're going to do the whole Simon today, by the way. No se hamita v'chalofein v'chalofi chalofein b'in osem shein l'fnei hamita b'in osem shein l'achreya me'ach shemata tzarok b'hem p'turim m'sharim hamilavim semesh eim l'ta tzarok b'hem chayavim. Those who are carrying the coffin and those who are going to carry the coffin who are going to switch out and carry the coffin, they're all exempt. And those, who, everyone else, if they're needed, they are exempt. If they're not needed to carry, they are not exempt. What's chalufei chalufeihan? The carriers and those who are going to switch out and carry. Even though the people who are going to carry second, let's say there's you have a group of four people or eight people, they're going to carry, and the rest of the people are going to, are going to switch out in five minutes and carry when they get the first group gets tired. The second group is still exempt. Why? Because you never know when they're going to be called up to help, essentially. Let's say you're in a place. This is what this is going on. Um, uh, again, these people, you know, a place where there is a special and you have a group of people now who are all, they're all going to be the carriers and everyone wants to carry because it's a big zechus. Malava the mace is a very special mitzvah. Because they're all involved in the mitzvah even if they're not actually at this very moment the ones carrying. Even those who are standing far away. What if you don't have any specific people dedicated to being the, fun- the coffin carriers? Those who are close to the mita are Because if you're close enough and you're planning on carrying, well, the second someone gets tired, you're going to switch in. However, but if you're someone who plans on switching in, but you're standing rather far away, so then you still are obligated in saying the Krishma because you're not going to immediately switch in. Chayovin, everyone else is obligated to Krishma. Even though one can argue that when you are being malav of the mace, walking behind the mace, that too is a mitzvah of gemilas chasadim. But so, but even then, you can take for a moment to pause and you can say the Krishma. We'll see in a little while in Simon 106 that you're still exempt from the Tfilah. So if this is all true, says the Shulchan Aruch, a piece of advice or halacha, don't do halavas hamez, don't take carry out a funeral procession next to the time, close to the time when in one has to say Krishma. Why she shows let's see, look for because you don't want to create a situation where you're essentially going to limit people from being able to say Krishna because they're going to be involved in burying this body. But if once you begin to carry out, even if you began to carry out when you should not have, we don't say stop. And the reason for that may be different than earlier on. Earlier on we say if you started a meal intentionally, then you still have to stop. But here, it's not just you who's going to be affected because you're going to be hungry, but here it's the mace. It's not covered for the mace. You're going to stop in the middle to say Krishna. So he says, if you if it already came time for Krishna, you should you should push off. Fine. And he says, going on hey, excuse me.
if you if uh, it says if you um if you did if you did begin to uh, carry out even though you shouldn't have ain't my seeking take We don't pause. I feel Adam Chashiv. Even if you're a Adam Chashiv, you shouldn't stop. Why? Because he's nowadays no one's considered an important person in this area. She man, If from way he says his man, not his man boker, that implies even the same thing will apply at evening. So what he says is as follows: There's a prohibition, or at least let's put it this way: We don't like to leave a body out more than one day. We try to bury it right away. That's what Jews do. People die, we put them in the ground. That stems from the, the prohibition that we're not allowed to leave a body after we hang one or bezed and kill someone. We're not allowed to leave them hanging out more than overnight. So what happens is, is there are those who say that although the lashon, the language of the Shulchan Aruch implies that whether it's day or night, one should not, one should push off the funeral so that we can say Krishma. There are those who say no, that doesn't apply at night because once you push it off into the night, you're, you're coming into the issue of conflict with this this um, value of low selling of not of not leaving a body out overnight. But even though you may be both thinking, you could still easily say Krishna and bury, and it's still night, so there's no problem. There's a mitzvah, say a positive command to bury a body on that day. So if you don't bury before she gives a chama, you're going to run into that issue uh, of being over and I say. But if you do wait, if you do wait um, until nightfall, then you should first you should wait to bring the body out until you say daven. That once you bring it out, even though you should not have brought it out, let's say it's close to whatever it is, morning, and you're going to, and you brought it out either way, even though you should have been saying Krishma, we don't stop you, we don't stop you, and we even though this might lead to you totally missing this Mount Krishma, why? Because Kfur Samais is from the Torah. But those who are needed to um, those who, me, who are not needed for the burial, they should say Krishma. Back up to the Gimel. Gimel is Ha'am Ha'uskin Behesped. In, let's say you have everyone listen to the Hasbid and it's getting time close to the t- this man to recite Krishna. Everyone should turn to the side and say they're in Davin, but you can't do it in front. Why? Because of low rush. But many say that only Krishna you should say, turn to the side and say, but not actual Tfila. Why? Because again, Tfila is Darabon. Venira. And it appears. Dilinian. Fine. Now, what if the um, what if? Sorry, back of the page. If if there's no mace there, but there's, it's just just the funeral taking place without the mace there in front of you, so they can all daven and the owner sit there quietly. Uh, but you shouldn't say Amen and all that because again he's exempt from those things. Uh, Dalid. So they bury the mace and then the, the, the everyone forms what's called a shura, a line, and, and the 
of the walks between them. They make the shura, the kabbal tachnuchumim. They all they all say, tell you know say baruch tanemes or they say tachnuchumim hamakam etc. They make them feel better. As they're walking, if they're able to say kriishma before they form this line, they should. They shouldn't begin. Rather, they should go straight to form this line in order to comfort the mourner. This is all provided there's time during the day to still repeat it. And once we do hey, once we're here, everyone's standing in line in order to say, um, you know, wish their comfort, give their comfort to the mourner. Those who are standing immediately facing the Avalar Pater, let's say you're, it's a double line, it's two people deep, so those standing behind the first group who are facing the mourner, who can't see the face of the Avalar, they are Chayef. Let's back down to Dalai in the Mishtabura. Say everything you can. Yeshua, so the Mishnah says the Ramah provide this time. First say Krishma and then form the line. Because you haven't once you have not began to engage in comforting the mourner. So say Krishna first, which is derisive, and only afterwards do you form the line and comfort the mourner. I wish you all a wonderful day.